Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hey everyone, welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer, and today we are here with, of course, our wonderful assistant, Joy, (laughs) and my super, super good friend, Kim Licksteiner. And Kim is a co-author of this wonderful COVID book that we're talking about today, and Kim and I met, uh, like, gosh, 12, 13 years ago, and in our quest for studying homeopathy, and we've, I don't know, fast friends. <laughs> yes. we, have, we have mutual friends as well, and that's kind of what brought us together. But <clears throat> I have gone to visit Kim in Kentucky a few times, and she's had a couple of homeopathic classes there. But I learned as much from Kim as she probably has ever learned from me. I actually probably learned more. But the thing is, is a couple of years ago, Kim and her daughter actually put together this wonderful COVID book. And uh, oh my gosh, it's so good. It's, it's, I've learned so much from it, but a lot of it, she's already just told me before. And so even when I looked at the book, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. But she's already told me this stuff. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) it's, it's people that have this book just absolutely love it. It's a great reference tool. And so Kim, I'm going to let you tell us a little bit about your, your family life your history with respiratory therapy and why you felt it was so important to get this information out for people today. I appreciate, I just appreciate you being here so much. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Sue. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Um, So we decided to do this book when COVID hit um, because of the respiratory background. I have uh, three children with cystic fibrosis and I have uh, two daughters who became respiratory therapists. So they kind of lived it and knew it. It was um, probably the best fit for them anyway, as a career. Um, so anyway, we put this together because of the, our knowledge of uh, breathing treatments. Uh, we seen what would work, what did not work for them. And uh, we ended up holding um, kind of like an informal class, um, <clears throat> excuse me, at our church. And so we demonstrated how to use a nebulizer, um, how to percuss, which is something most people don't know unless you've got a respiratory uh, issues, um, that kind of thing. Um, we also think uh, nasal rinses are a really good first line of defense. And um, I know a lot of people are not familiar with breathing treatments either. So there's um uh, just a lot of okay, Sue. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, you're doing great. You're doing. You're doing. I feel you're like doing... I'm repeating myself. No, you're not. You're doing great. <laughs> okay. All we're right. just. We're like I said. If you're. You know. You're telling us why you think it's so important, and that this book has pictures. That's the great part about it. Is like so. You get. You have great pictures, and you have. Okay. Um. You know. So. All right. Let her right. <laughs> All righty. So um, we've put a section in the book on percussing. There's pictures. It's the, for infants, uh, toddlers, adults, 
All the information is there. Um, we pulled some of this information off the Cystic Fibrosis uh, Foundation site. Um, so there's more information there. Um, we've got um, uh, recipes for um, the breathing treatments like the normal saline that you use. We've got recipes for um, the hypertonic, which is uh, my, my children get it in prescription. It's the cheapest thing they use. It's just really strong salt water. And, but uh, you can mix it at home <clears throat> with distilled water and sea salt or the Himalayan salt and use that. Um, that's just uh, another great um, thing to have. Um, and then uh, we do hydrogen peroxide, uh, food grade. You can usually find that at the health food stores and all the information is in the book on how to dilute that down. If you've got a stronger, say 12% or even 33%, um, you can break that down to 3%. And um, so all that information is in there. There's, uh, um, we also pulled articles on RSV, um, the reason to, and we actually, I added a little bit more information to the new book that we're printing. Uh, it's not necessarily new, it's just got a few additions to it. Um, and then um, there's articles on why the hydrogen peroxide is a good thing and also even using iodine in your, in your nebulizing and in the nasal rinses. Um, so there, this just that kind of information right. hopefully will be helpful to people. It is helpful. Like you said, you're so familiar with it because you've lived this life with your the history of CF in your in your family. And so, yeah, <laughs> there wasn't yeah. a long question I couldn't ask, but what you couldn't answer. It was just amazing. And obviously, um, all of our members know how much you helped me when my son had COVID two years ago. And, you know. Of course, a lot of these listeners for the podcast aren't members, so they didn't hear the whole story. But I don't know what I would have done without being able to call you, you know. <laughs> and so I don't know. Well, I'm glad, you know, we had the information. So I just figured, well, there was a reason the kids ended up with cystic fibrosis and this is it. <laughs> so, yeah, oh. because I experimented on the kids. I did not let the doctors experiment on them, but we <laughs> experimented, you know. So, right. But, and so right. that's how we learned a lot of the the things that uh, we do with the hydrogen peroxide, even vodka treatments. Um, there's a reason for doing those. Um, and so right. you always want to pay attention to what your patient's coughing up. The vodka is great if your patient has got uh, foamy bubbles. Um, the vodka Which will is actually... What, yes. Yeah. But they had in COVID a lot. Yes, exactly. And the vodka will, I don't know all the technical terms, but basically it goes in there and flattens those bubbles because the bubbles get around the lungs and they cannot get the oxygen that they need. And so the vodka collapses the, wow. the bubbles. And yeah, I know it's it's quite amazing. Um, <laughs> and that, that actually was a cystic fibrosis study. Um, so that information's in the book too as to why that's a good thing. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yes. So yes. we have your, your hardcover book and that's how many pages is that book anyway? Uh, it's like 257, I think. Okay. And then we also have an ebook on uh, from our website as well that people can 
go and find it in the website as well. Cause I, I, well, Joy used to say, Oh, I love eBooks. And I'm like, Oh no, I like that hard copy, but I'll tell (laughs) you what. I like hard copy. (laughs) You can't can't carry those hard copy books around with you. And so eBooks are just like, yes, they're so amazing because you always have it on your phone. Well, I have mine on my phone, but um, that's what I like. And I can be traveling between here and Florida or all over the country. And I still have your book on my phone. So that is, it's a great, it's, it's great to have that because it is so informative and it's so great. Yes. So you had two daughters that were respiratory therapists after all. Yes. Yes. Um, They have kind of both retired. Uh, Well, the the second one is she has children. (laughs) (laughs) Many children. Expecting children. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she, uh, well, Tuesday, Monday, she'll be having her tent. So, oh my goodness. Yes. yes. <laughs> and she's just a young thing. Yes, she is. Oh, wow. She is. Congratulations yeah. to her and to you. I really appreciate you Thank jumping you. on with us like this, Kim, because like you said, it's, it's so important to get this information out. And where do you go? I mean, to look on the internet to find information, there's, it's, it's hard to sift through what you should really do when your kids are yes. sick. And, like I said, and, and your book is a constant reminder that nebulize, nebulize, nebulize when yes. there's any sort of respiratory, anything in the household. And my daughters now with their children, see, that's not anything I ever did. I had to call you to find out how to use the nebulizer <laughs> when with COVID. But my daughters now with their children, when, as soon as they, if they have anything respiratory, they just nebulize them with a nice saline. And they say, oh my gosh, I can't believe how quickly they'll yes. get over this colds and, and flu-like symptoms. It you is know, we use homeopathy, but, but that just soothes the respiratory <laughs> tract and it just helps them to get over it so quickly. So yes, awesome. Well, so I really appreciate just, the work you've done. Right. Well, even just the, um, the saline for RSV for the little ones. And, and there is a company that actually carries a uh, pacifier um, onto their neb cup, which is to me just a game changer. If I would have had that in the day, that would have been amazing. Wow. But, uh, yes. Yeah. So it, uh, so they've got the pacifier in their mouth and it just shoots the um, vapor um, to their nose. So it's not wow. like they've actually got anything on their face. So That's that awesome. I thought was, was pretty neat. And, yes, it um, is. yes. Yes. And then yeah, you have so, all that information in there too about where where people can buy things and yes, those links are in the front of the book, um, so that's you know easily found. Um, and right. then um, the uh, and there's some other things that we think are good to have too. Um, everybody needs one of the Neb Med cups, and um, and then I think everybody needs a pulse ox. That goes on the finger to check the oxygen, um, and that will also check heart rate. Those are just some nice tools to have on hand. Right, and you do list that in the book as well. It, yes, that's all in the book, also um, right. in the very front um, with links on where to order from. And uh, I get no kickback from this company at all. They are family owned. They are very quick to ship, and yep. if there's ever a problem with the um, with the order, they're very good about. Um, replacing anything broken. Um, so they're very, very good company to work with. It's um, Carewell Medical. Okay. And, uh, yes. Awesome. It's a nice company. I think we should, before we jump off here, I want to talk about like the table of contents and kind of just walk through what's in here. Okay. Because this book is so much more than just COVID. 
And I think people yes. don't realize like my mom bought it and she was like, oh my gosh, there is so much information in here for more than just COVID, you know, anybody, any cold, any flu, any respiratory, anything, this book covers it. And it's very detailed with um, dosages. It's very detailed with links to get things that all those different things that people are looking for that are hard to find. I think you guys have really sourced those. There's so much in here because you've taught, you not only talk about um, the protocols. I mean, you go into all the different protocols that the Zelenko protocol, the um, what to do at yes. the first sign of in uh, of um, of illness. You also talk about hospitalized patients and advocating for yourself in the hospital. And I think that's super important. I'm seeing the detox baths in here too. Yeah. Um, that you yes. have have in there and you describe, you know, which detox ones are best. Um, you've got the vinegar bath information in there, hydrogen peroxide, Epsom salt, all of those great things. I mean, this is just, I I think we have the table of contents for this on the store so that people can go through and see exactly what's in there because it's okay. just a gold mine. And <laughs> you would want to have this book if the internet went down in your right. possession, you know, yeah, you want to have it, you want to have it in, in your hand and you also want to have it on the go. I think, I mean, it's that to yes. me, it's that important because if you're traveling and you get respiratory stuff and stuff happens, it's nice to have the, both of them. So that's, right. that's, that's my perspective i like to have a copy on both both ends but um not like anything in there you know like it's a book you can pass on to your children because it's not like anything in there is ever going to go out, out of style so to speak yes. you know yes. it's just good solid anatomy information for you know medical lung treatment yes yeah because it it's way more than just you know all the covid stuff because that stuff is shifting a lot over time right. too with what's going on but but i just i just think people should should know that Okay, this is a, a lot of good information. I mean, even Sue's pickle socks are in here. Yes. <laughs> well, that's cute. Yes. That's right. I told yeah. you we share information, didn't I? Yes, yes. You can tell y'all our friends. I see the onion poultice and the pickle socks in here both. So that's this is awesome. this is just a wonderful resource. I know it must have blessed so many people going through the the COVID stuff at that time. And well, and the thing is too, like right now, like what's said with the RSV and mm -hmm. all the lung stuff that's going on, it's crazy. I, yes. and, and it's filtering, you know, from the little kids all the way up, you know, it doesn't seem to be um, age, you know, it doesn't favor a particular age. This the lung illnesses going around and it's so hit and miss. It just, it's so weird. I'll get one person in the family and then you won't see it again. And then somebody else will call me from the, a different part of the country and they've got the exact same symptoms that somebody else just had. I'm like, what the heck? I was like, oh, you can't keep up. But so like I said, if everybody has everything they need on hand in their little first aid kit, I know Kim, you know, that's what she stresses all the time. If you have these things on hand, you can take care of your family, right. you know, get that nebulizer, have that extra little face kit or whatever you have to have, you know, the tubes and extra face kit, have that stuff on hand and, you know, know how to make this, the solutions. And it is just, it, 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 like I said, it's a game changer when for your confidence in taking care of your family. And it's like, I know my daughter, she was running all over the country with, she had two nebulizers because um, her one child was quite sick. So she was running around borrowing these nebulizers and she had extra face kits to go, you know, so that she could just here, use this, replace it when you're done type of thing. So 
it is important to be prepared. <laughs> yes, it is. It, well, it really is. Um, I know you have nebulizers listed in the book that you recommend for somebody just starting out, like with nebulizing, you know, can you explain kind of the, I, I know I didn't even know about it before COVID. I never nebulized because I, my, I don't have any kids with asthma. I don't have any kids right. with um, a huge respiratory things, but we, during COVID, we pulled it, we got a nebulizer because of all Very the respiratory good. stuff. So how does that, I guess, for somebody who's never used one, how do they get into, is it, it can be daunting, I think, because I know I was afraid <laughs> that I would mix something wrong and hurt somebody because, you know, you go on and Google and you're like nebulizing and it's like telling you all the horrible things that you can do to somebody if you do something wrong. I mean, is there like any, do you have any tips? Do you have any, um, anything you could tell new moms who are just getting into it to assure them you can do this. Yes. Yes. So especially with infants, it can be a little daunting with infants because they are not necessarily wanting that face mask on. Mm -hmm. And so we found at least with my um, granddaughter that if we kind of did it up to our face and then would put it up to hers and you don't strap it on them, you're going to just freak them out. So you can just kind of hold it up there. And even with the mouthpiece neb cup, you can just hold that up to their nose. Um, my daughters tell me that they have a term for that in, I guess, in the hospitals or with respiratory, they just call that blow by. So they're getting it um, just, you know, from that mouthpiece up next to their nose, they're going to be breathing it in. But that's where I think that pacifier thing is also a great thing. Um you know, so you can kind of just handle, you know, especially the little children like that, where if they see you doing it and then you turn it to them. I think that helps tremendously. Um, bigger kids, you know, not so much problem. Um, and then um, and eventually the bigger kids, because some of ours have these um, tubes, long tubes, they're kind of corrugated on the end. So my older kids learned how if they flip that thing upward, point it upwards. They learned how to blow, you know, those smoke rings. <laughs> so you can kind of, they always thought that was kind of neat, you know? Um, <clears throat> so there's that kind of thing. Um, and I know even putting the nebulizer cups and things together can be a little intimidating. Um, I'm sure there's uh, video or instructions even online, but once you figure out how that works, it, it's really simple. There's just a lot of different things you can nebulize to your hydrogen peroxide, your vodka. There's, uh, and you can put that, you know, one or two drops of iodine in that. And then um, you, there's also glutathione. Um, and there's only one company that we know of that you can get the glutathione that you can nebulize. Do not use one that you take internally. Not that you cannot take this one internally, but uh, Thera Naturals makes the one that you can nebulize. And there's actually directions on their bottle on how to do it. Um, that's one of the things that are good for the, the long COVID um, and a lot of other things. It just kind of helps the immune system too. But that was one of the studies done on CF patients also. Um, and awesome. then there's the Nano Silver. Um, that you can also nebulize. Uh, we have not done a whole lot. Actually, I don't know if we've ever nebulized nano silver, 
but there is what you want to look for is the one that's marked 10 ppm. Um, that one you can put in a nebulizer, um, and that should be on the bottle also. Um, it's just a smaller particle, and that's right. what you want. You have the charts too in here with yes. everything broken down to make it super easy for um, for for to mix stuff. So yes, yeah, and. That's- uh, I went back, kind of tried to redo that breathing treatment section. I think uh, that tells you the protocol for uh, on what we use. And I felt like that was maybe a little confusing to people, maybe a little too much. And uh, so I went and I took out the vodka part because I felt like people thought, oh, my gosh, I got to do, you know, albuterol and I got to do you know, hydrogen peroxide and vodka and, and then, you know, hypertonic saline. And so you do not have to do all of those at once. I, uh, you can do hydrogen peroxide, you know, and you, there's directions on how to use that too. You want to mm-hmm. use the normal saline, um, you know, and then you can switch up and you can do a vodka treatment once in a while, even if you don't, you know, or you aren't careful enough. I'm sorry. If you aren't coughing up, you know, foamy bubbles, you can still do that. It's still going to kill stuff in the lungs. There was some. And then food grade hydrogen peroxide, not the brown bottle. Yes, exactly. Yes. (laughs) Food grade, not the brown bottle stuff. (laughs) Definitely not. Um, One of uh, my sons ended up with a bacteria in his lungs after being in the hospital. It's called uh, Burkholderia sepatia. They don't want see a patients to have that. So after his hospital stay, we brought him home. We started doing the hydrogen peroxide treatments. And then when we went back for follow-up, they did a culture of his lungs. It came back negative. And I asked the doctor, I said, is that normal? Does that go away? And he goes, no, never. He didn't ask me what we were doing. Um, but I know, I knew then it was the hydrogen peroxide that had taken care of that. Um, so that was actually very exciting to me. Like I said, I guinea pigged my own kids. <laughs> right. So also um, I was, you know, if you did that with the Burkholderia, um, would that work for, with like Klebsella and pneumonia? Type? I would think so. It would definitely be, be worth a try in my thing has always been if you start at the first sign or if you've even been out and around people who are sick, come home, do a nasal rinse, do a breathing treatment, you're going to take care of, you know, so much stuff, maybe even avoid a hospital stay. Right. Um, so there was uh, a friend who called their dad who was older, had uh, just really, really bad cough. So he... Uh, they ended up doing the hydrogen peroxide treatment on him. Well, then they're calling me. It's like nine, 10 o'clock. And they say he is coughing his head off. And I'm like, oh, great. And I thought, did you not? My fear was they had used dropper fulls, not drops. Mm-hmm. And so the next day uh, I'm calling them to make sure he's okay. He was okay. I hadn't. And then I had one of my sons. I said, I want you to go upstairs, do a breathing treatment, one drop. He did, came down. Okay, you're still alive. I said, go back up and do two. And I did him up to four drops. And he said, mom, nothing. I said, okay. So then when I talked to my friend, they said, no, Kim, it made a huge, huge difference. Um, 
he was able to cough up so much stuff, but please people do not do a non-PM breathing treatment. Don't wait that late because you get, if you need to really cough up stuff, you don't want to be up all night coughing, you know, you just I, don't. I um, had a, one of my grandsons, he, when he was really, he was really ill. He had something mm -hmm. respiratory going on. So my daughter was nebulizing him and she had the pulsometer that, like you said, the yes, pulse oxygen. Yeah. And she said every time when she would just do that, like I said, the hydrogen peroxide, because what people don't realize is hydrogen peroxide is H2O2. And so when right. that H2O2 comes in contact with uh, um, any kind of bacteria, it'll release one of those oxygen molecules to kill the bacteria, but it also helps to raise the oxygen level so that the body is able to absorb more of that oxygen. And his, uh, she would watch his oxygen level actually go up, you know, of course she would give him carbo veg, you know, homeopathic remedy as well, but it was absolutely amazing. And, and his lips would turn pink again because he would get real blue because he was, he wasn't getting the oxygen he needed. And then she, you know, the nebulizer and the carbo veg just brought that up. So yeah. And like I said, it's so nice to be able to watch it, you know, watch the oxygen level because that's so important. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. There was, uh, my older daughter was in the hospital and they were adjusting her CPAP. She was the uh, respiratory therapist too. So she could reach over, make her own adjustments, but she was, uh, heart rate was high, oxygen level was low. And the nurses had come in and said, if she doesn't calm down, we're going to have to give her something. Well, I ended up giving her a homeopathic remedy. Um, while they were in there messing with her, they they never even saw me put it in her mouth while they were, you know, uh, trying to adjust things. And then the interesting thing to me was I could actually see that remedy working on the monitors. Um, and a little bit later, the nurse came in and she said, um, oh, I see they gave her something. And I said, no, they didn't give her anything. <laughs> but that was that was so exciting to me to to see those remedies on that monitor work like that. Wow. Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah. Um, That's awesome, Kim. Yes. Yes. It's awesome that you can my... sit here and tell us about it too, because that was just, bef just after we met that. Um, yeah. Cause I only got to visit with your daughter on the phone a few times, but. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. She was just so lovely. Just. Uh, and so knowledgeable and sweet and just gentle. And I don't know, kind. Yes. Organized. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know even um, another mutual friend of ours was, was with me when we had her in Lexington at the University of Kentucky. And we had to drive from there back to Louisville to uh, Jewish Hospital to have her admitted because she didn't want to be admitted that far from her family. And so on the way, they gave us all these oxygen tanks to get her, she was pretty sick. And so in between, um, our friend is giving her carbo veg in between her making the changes on the, changing out the uh, oxygen tanks. And so that was uh, extremely helpful. And, and I remember you guys telling me about that. Yes, yes, yes. And how it but, made so uh, much difference. Yes, but, uh, but the breathing treatments I, are just, I, I think they're just super important. And, and before I forget, we actually just learned, uh, it was quite shocking to me, actually, that you cannot use hydrogen peroxide on Down syndrome patients. That That is added to the book. Um, my 
daughter will be able to explain that more in the uh, in the little breathing treatment demonstration that we'll do later. Um, but just please do not give your Down syndrome patients hydrogen peroxide treatments. They, okay. in a nutshell, they already have too much. And if you're adding that to them, it is not a good thing. Uh, but we had never, ever seen that information anywhere. I just happened to run across it um, I, accidentally, wow. I guess, or I was meant to be because right. I do I do have a Down syndrome uh, grandchild in it. And she actually does belong to my daughter, who was a respiratory therapist. And she said she had never, ever heard that either. Wow. And she had done a couple of hydrogen peroxide breathing treatments on her little girl, but you know, it, it didn't hurt her, but still it's a good thing right. to know. Exactly. Yes. Wow. Oh, okay. So the other thing I really wanted to mention, and that's not, it's not in the book, but when you mix up your normal saline um, to use for your breathing treatments, that's what you're going to kind of dilute down even more the hydrogen peroxide and the different things. Keep that in the refrigerator. Uh, I think it does say that, but every time you get it out, shake it up a little bit because it will eventually grow bacteria. It'll take it a while, but what you're looking for is like fuzzies or kind of looks like lint. And when you see that, dump that and make a new batch, just disinfect your jar, start over. Same thing with the 7% hypertonic. Um, you want to check that too. That's going to last longer than your normal saline, but you still want to always check for that. And, uh, and there are different percentages of the hypertonic too, for like little ones, there's 1%. And I think there's a three and a 5% too. Mm -hmm. So just wanted to pass that along. And then you have all the articles too, back in, in explaining why. Yes in yes. here. So I think that, oh my goodness, everything that's just in here is just everything. It is amazing. <laughs> just everything the work that she put. I know the work that they put into it and, and it just covers, it's just so broad. It just, it's amazing. Yeah. So Joy, anything else that you want to throw in there that I, I can't, book in front of me, but I can't think of, I'm just kind of running through the book and I encourage people to go and look at the website. We'll have a, we have a pretty link, a, sh a short link to the book. It's homeopathy for mommies.com forward slash COVID. And it'll take you straight there to, and you can open up the, um, the PD, you can open up a preview of the whole table of contents and see what's included because there's just so much in here. Um, and it's definitely something that should be in a library. I think that a lot of people, you, I mean, even if it was just pneumonia or RSV right. or anything respiratory related, this book will have what you need in it. So awesome. Well, thank you girls. This has been very informative, very fun. I appreciate you being here, Kim. And I'm looking forward to the mini training when Michelle gets back on her feet. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. That'll be great. All right. Well, may God bless you and yours. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.